0: Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network
1: Asia.
0: It's random because sometimes you get a call from Mark at 3 in the morning. Uh-oh. And then he's like, where are you? It's like, I'm at home, <laughs> asleep. Why? Uh, I need you to come out because I'm with Kobe Bryant. <laughs> Holy moses! <laughs> <Jesus! laughs> <laughs> did you get up no because you suck because I was I needed to go to sleep I had to work the next day and I was like Mark I'm so sorry and My I only regret that I didn't take a photo hey folks this is Kako Tirona and this is Gina Rafino.
2: you are listening to Talk of the Town Welcome to another episode of Torque of the Town. Today, for the first time ever, we have a guest. And just to keep you up to speed on who our guest is and why our guest is here, let me give you a little bit of a background. See, this is how it works here. Okay, so our guest today has been in the automotive industry for at least 20 years. And when I say at least 20 years, I'm talking about starting out in 98, if I'm not mistaken, where his family got the license to uh, distribute cars, certain beautiful cars, I might say, in the Philippines. That was back in 98. And we're talking about Jaguars, and we're talking about Land Rovers. About five years later on, they got the license to bring in and sell one of the most beautifully made automobiles on the planet. You think about a small red car? Yeah, I'm talking about Ferrari. They we're the distributors of that too then out of the blue this guy decides to say okay i'm done with that i'm gonna do off-road It's like it's completely odd then from off-roading he switches from four tires to two tires and then he's off-roading on motorcycles and then he does get this he does life coaching now this guy basically did a benjamin button He went life in reverse. Instead of being Scarface where he started small and then eventually, I'm not talking about cocaine, no, we're not going to go there. But eventually he (laughs) went up the, he went, he didn't go down the ranks, but he basically mellowed out for just a bit. Now, the reason, the reason why this particular guest is here with us today is because I would like to know if it's actually worth getting a sports car. And when when I'm talking about a sports car, I'm not talking about your... Average two-door that you put together in a garage. No, I'm talking about the creme de la creme, the elite of the elite, a sports car that comes not just from Japan, but perhaps those that are basically liquid metal that come from Europe, whether in what color that they come in, black, white, and most predominantly red. Our guest today is the eldest son of a very affable person by the name of Mr. Wellington Soon. It is Mr. Mark Soon. Mark, thank Thank you for joining us today.
1: Good morning. Did I hear you right? First guest. What? The, you are our first guest. First guest. guest. You oh, are our uh, yeah, first you have guest. that honor.
0: Oh, wow. And you have that honor to sp- to speak after Kako's like eight minute monologue to introduce <laughs> you.
2: Dude, that was three minutes and, <laughs> and now twenty seconds. look at seconds, my bro. life
0: very differently. <laughs> By, by the way, Kako, you forgot Maserati also. I forgot. See, then can we
2: can we redo that? No, no, no. We got we got to continue. Yeah, okay, like, I forgot Maserati. So basically, Mark's family, Mark himself, is responsible uh, for for first bringing in Ferraris, Maseratis, uh, Land Rover, Jaguars, mm-hmm. and what, what the party scene. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. too, every once in a while, okay, the guy I'm, knows that I'm party.
0: party. That. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's. It's random because sometimes you get a call from Mark at three in the morning, Uh-oh. and then he's like, "Where are you?" It's like I'm at home, <laughs> asleep. Why? Uh, I need you to come out because I'm with Kobe Bryant. <laughs> Holy
1: Moses! <laughs> <Jesus. laughs> Did
0: and you get up? No, because you suck. Because I was, I needed to go to sleep. I had to work the next day, and I was like, "Mark, I'm so sorry." My like, only regret that I didn't take a photo. Yeah, but I mean, when you're out with that kind Let of a this caliber. Talent, you did, athlete. You guest. chose not to
2: go with Mark on the night that Kobe Bryant was out because you had work the next day. What are you ninety?
0: Here's the thing, I've gone out with Kobe Bryant in Singapore, in the Philippines. Well, I mean, it's, it's like, it wasn't me. it wasn't new to me. So, but but I was like Mark. I'm so sorry, but I can't go. Like, it's it's got gotten to that point that I was like, I have to wake up at 6 a.m. to go to work, and I was like, I'm, I'm out. I'm Folks, so sorry. I'm going
2: to let you know now, at all points of this conversation between the two of them, I'm going to feel very left out just simply because of the topics that they just discussed right now. But so anyway, uh, at the end of this program, I want Mark to be able to answer one simple question, and that is, are sports cars actually worth it? Is the dream of the two-door liquid metal, whatever color it may be, automobile with X number of horsepower that can rip the hair from your head while traveling top down on the highway, is that car going to be worth it? Is the journey to it, the saving up, the everything that leads up to it when you finally get that car is it worth it now I know
1: do I have you to answer it now or no. Later? no, no, no. do it later yeah. don't answer Be- it just because yet. I'm actually very biased to two wheels now so I have to shake off that yeah. bias by going back into life and re, uh, finding my love for cars for the next 30 minutes again because I'm honestly really biased to two wheels right now
0: but and here's yeah. the thing uh, Mark's only been riding two wheels for a year just a, sim- a year one a year, year and he has like 50 motorbikes.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> really? Like I, I will said, like
0: deny. <laughs> I will deny. Like I said, okay, okay. German, sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. i be next out in this conversation sorry, sorry. for quite some time. 15 <laughs>
1: motorbikes. 15. No. No, I will not. 10. I will not confirm nor will you I do I realize com- realize <laughs> Hang on.
2: You do realize that you can only put your crotch on one motorcycle at a time. How many crotches do you own, dude? I still
1: Fif- have I still have more cars than motorcycles. Oh, so, wow, so, it's, oh, so it's, uh, it's, Okay, so again, I'm,
2: not part of this conversation. <laughs> yeah. I still
1: have more cars and more vehicles, so it's not that
0: bad. No, but let's let's start with the cars because that, that's, that's where you, I guess, when people think of Mark Song, aside from being out in a club, yeah. it's b- about being yeah. in a, uh, the, the cars. The, the car cars scene.
2: behind the wheel yeah. of the car yeah. or not necessarily behind the wheel of a car but uh, the person to, to to talk to when you're interested in these particular automobiles as, as has your family been in the longest time. So let's start there. Take us back to 98 when it first all happened.
1: So 98 actually, my dad's super secretive and um, he. I went to him because I knew he was a Jaguar fan. So I went to him with a magazine, mm-hmm. and there's a Jaguar in the cover. So I gave it to him. It's like, oh, uh, why don't you get one for yourself? Enjoy your life. At, at 18, I was talking to him. And I was like, nah, it's okay. I'm not going to get that. It's like, get one. It's like, don't worry. Next year, I'm going to buy 30. I was like, yeah, right.
0: Okay. What?
1: Screw this. So I walk out, and then he takes us on vacation to the UK, and then we end up in this place, and then they're like, oh, it's Jaguar. It's like, oh, we're the dealers now. He just sprung that, it on you, yeah, he just did it like that, and then wow. so that, that was ninety eight and we sold a lot of cars, and then the Asian crisis hit, yeah, so mm. it's not been easy uh, yeah. the automotive industry has not been an easy journey for us. it's we learned a lot mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, but it's not for the faint of heart to open a business during the Asian crisis.
2: Well, you guys look make it look very, very easy. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm being honest here. I mean, yeah. every time I see you or or
1: your dad, I guess it's because we enjoy what we're doing. Ah, that's probably the main thing. If you enjoy what I was telling Gina the other day, mm. if, if you're enjoying what you're doing, it's not mm. work, but. Then I entered the business after college. I, my dad did a lot of problems, business, financial problems. Yeah. So instead of working outside, I said, okay, I'll help the family business. So I was thrown on the floor, started out as a salesman, mm-hmm. and uh, just worked my way and figuring things out on my own. And uh, it's, a, it's been a great, interesting journey. So I actually stepped in the company two thousand around 2002. 2000, after college. Yes. Yeah. What
2: was it like to be around all of these beautiful automobiles all the time? And I guess my next... My follow-up question to that is: Do you get tired of beautiful automobiles at some time because it's it's just you've reached the pinnacle already? What's what's to what's to strive for?
1: The first word that pops up when you say, "How does it feel like?" Number one word is frustration. So frustration. This is yeah. a kid.
0: Oh, you, you, you know how drive to drive. It. You just
1: got a light. You you've been driving for a while, and I'm like, but you don't have one. Yeah. So seeing these cars every day, it's like, wow, this is really frustrating. You own the brand, you own the business, you own everything. And at the time, my dad was like, no, we, we can't afford demo units. We don't need demo units. It's going to And that's something I changed. Mm-hmm. No? In yes. the last, when I eventually stepped in more, stepped in more, I convinced my dad that yeah. we need test drive units. We need to demonstrate. We need to do this. It has to be experiential. And we did the change. Um, but going home to your normal car, I think I had an Accord at the time so you drive a nice car for, for, for an hour you go back to your car back to reality like yeah. okay this is frustrating <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: but, but I, I have to give it to uh, Tito Willy to, to Mark's dad because for the longest time he had the the three door RAV4 oh yeah the Toyota RAV4 okay and this is a guy who well sold Ferrari Maserati Land Rover uh, Jaguar for so long and yet and then he would still go
1: back to that RAV4 yeah, I remember in the house we, I left. So I saw two cars. I see the '97 three door Rav4, and then the two door sports car. I don't yeah. know what which one, but so I jump in the Rav4, drive off, and in like ten minutes, my phone's ringing. Where did you go? Where's my car? I was like, I left the sports car for you. You come back here. <laughs> <laughs> I was, Park. Use this car. Why are you using that car? Like, wow. Okay. Fine. I'm sorry. I'm gonna jump in the two door. But he always says, "I said that's the car that took him through the rough times." Mm. That's what he always yeah. says. I say, like, "Why the hell do you keep that?" I think he spent more restoring it than this actual <laughs> value. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm
2: gonna come back to that round four story because a little bit later, because this is this may be the first time that I've heard it, but I have a inkling of a doubt, of a feeling that it's basically what has kept you also grounded. Um, bringing you back to uh, your current position now, which is uh, being a life coach. But let's continue first about about with the cars. So you were around Jaguars for for quite some time and you thought that that was frustrating. Now, how did it feel five years later when you guys got the license to bring in Ferraris?
1: Um, Actually, what came before that was, uh, well, yeah, we don't really normally talk about our old brands, the two old British brands, but it's fact of life that it, Uh, we went through it so Land Rover was my first love yeah Land Rover Rover. in fact
0: Land Rover when I think Mark Song Land Rover is what comes to my my head true my dad was Jag I was Land Rover yeah okay and then it was it was Mark Song in his in his um, Steve Irwin outfit <laughs> With the khaki outfit That's right They were right? going out of the
2: country To compete to in, the,
1: in, the, in the Rainforest, land, rainforest challenge. challenge
2: Rainforest challenge But yes with Mark the, was basically uh
1: with the hat Exactly yeah, that, that's I, I was describing it Yeah, yeah. The, So I was a Land Rover dealer Without a Land Rover
0: Yeah
1: And um, I I went abroad And we Actually weren't direct To Land Rover at the time Just uh, These are private stories That I can talk about Because they're done no, but this Yeah, is, and this no is one not, listens to us not, anyway So yeah, go ahead, tell us is, No, but among friends, of course not. I hope someone will learn something from this And we were in direct to Land Rover We were okay. a reseller Oh, okay based, We were assigned by official Land Rover Our volumes were, so, were potentially low They assigned us to a guy out of the UK And said, you work with these guys Okay And uh, that first year, we sold like We barely sold like nine cars or 12 cars. Okay. We barely made it. And I went abroad and this guy who wasn't qualified to say it, he just was being a dick that day, I guess. Uh, We were in a nice, beautiful drive in the brand new Range Rover in in Spain. he said, if you keep this up, we're going to change you next year. He wasn't even authorized to say that, but it drove me crazy. (laughs) So I came home and I said, what's wrong? I said, you're the Land Rover dealer. Number one, you don't have a Land Rover. Number two, you don't know how to drive off-road. It's like, okay, I'm going to drive off-road. Yeah. So I bought the cheapest. I spent months in Robbie Kunzuni. I I months looking for a, a defender I could afford. Yeah. So I found one eventually for under a million bucks, like okay. 600 grand maybe, or something like got. Okay. And I, I bought it and I learned on it. It was and
2: running at 600 grand? It was
1: running at 600 grand, yeah. That, wow. But that was the brand new price in 98. Oh, 98,
2: sorry, <laughs> I'm no, taking
1: note. Okay. I bought it in like 2004, 2005. It was sold in 9.8 for like six hundred seven hundred yen. I still bought it for six hundred yen. but the car wow. now is probably worth a million million and a half bucks. And I learned on it, so to walk the talk, I had correct, to correct, correct. learn how. And then we went, and then we jumped off the cliff completely. We we competed internationally, in range challenge yeah, and yeah. everything. Yeah, and he
0: also it was you guys were very involved. You and uh, and Tito Rob were very involved with the Land Rover Club of the Philippines. Yes, to the point that i remember was it ondoy was it it was one of the typhoons and i was helping out with the red cross and we needed to get products we needed to get the the, the goods to the evacuation centers yeah so i figured i'd, I'd call mark and ask for help so mm-hmm. he did he showed up with the land rover club of the philippines and then later on i found out the what they had to do in order to actually get that done because I didn't know where he came from like I didn't know the ordeal that they had they they went through and then I find out way afterwards like I can't believe you guys still said yes to to help out <laughs> yeah despite yeah. cuz you guys were were traveling during that storm yes and you guys were stuck in abroad in the I hotel I got stuck yeah
1: I got stuck they were able to come home
0: yeah jeez oh, I didn't even know that so I mean imagine he barely got back to the Philippines with almost zero sleep after how many hours or days of traveling, and then one phone call or was it maybe even a text they show up at the Red cross uh, to help
1: deliver to help deliver the the, the, the stuff it's, it's good. I, I, yeah I went to the Frankfurt motor Show and i my dad was the saving so well, number one, saving money.
2: Hang on, you weren't even in Asia. So no, I,
1: I, I spent yeah. a week. I spent like a week in Germany. Jeez. And then from Germany, I was sleeping in bet- on the cement floor in between my dad and my brother because there were no rooms. This is the press release, but the truth is, my dad was just being a cheapskate. <laughs> <laughs> so I slept. I slept on, <laughs> so on the cement in between these guys on the floor. And I just complained. It's like my back's hurting After three days On the floor And then he's like Yeah let's live with it <laughs> So then I flew to China Did the rainforest challenge I camped in a buffalo farm With leeches Everything e. We did fifth overall And that car we, we were invited Two months before And Robbie said Let's compete We have free entrance And free shipping So he's like What car do we use? My car So we sent my car And we competed oh, okay. we, won, we won fifth overall In our first outing And wow. I spent three, four days in the jungle and uh, uh, so we fly and then it was so hard that the whole event was cancelled. It rained, 12 cars went in, two cars came out another, and they cancelled the whole event. Oh <laughs> my gosh! That hard. As in yeah. I was... In tears already by myself in the jungle. It's like, I don't want to do this again. I want to get out. Get I me out. Yeah. So when I called my dad, he's like, Remember, I was complaining about the cement floor. <laughs> 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 I missed that floor. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a mansion. And then we fly home. And I get broken up with my team. I, I, we fly home. I get broken up with my team. And I get stranded in Hong Kong for one night by myself in the airport. We fly home to Manila. During when Ondoi hit, and I was flown back to Hong Kong, and and I spent another night in the airport. It's a long story, but I'm making it short. And then I flew home. Finally, got home, and that night, people started messaging me. I just showered. Mark, we need to rescue something. Okay, all my clothes left.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like (laughs) that's. You'd think he'd
2: be making this up, but it's no
0: it's not it's real it's for real it's real like, like it's but it's Mark Sowell's <laughs> that's, right? that's, that's that's put it this way I have this bracelet um that if it's a it's a, what I use for a motorcycle there's an emergency number in my bracelet, yeah, and my emergency number is my mom then a friend of ours Mark So uh, mark Mark Nelson I should say yeah. Mark Nelson was going to get the same bracelet because he's Gaia Gaia he just likes to copy everything <laughs> that I do. And so he got the same bracelet and then he put my name because he doesn't have family here, right? Okay. So I told him, I was like, Mark, listen, I appreciate it. And I, I you know, I would do anything to, to help you out if anything ever happened to you. But you know who, what I would do? I would probably call Mark soon. <laughs> <laughs> so Mark Nelson was like, you're right. That's I'd probably point. do the same thing. So he changed the number and put Mark's number there.
2: That is to say the very least, yeah. the kind of caliber of person that uh, our guest is here today. Folks, we're gonna take a short break. We'll be right back. Short? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, we'll be right back you know, from uh, after a few short messages. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel uh, on YouTube. We've got Auto Deal and Moto Deal. This uh, podcast is brought to you by Podcast Network Asia. We'll be right back. <laughs>
0: Before we continue with this episode, I want to remind everybody out there that we are in the new normal. And in this new normal, it might be a little bit difficult to take public transportation. So what is the best way to get around from point A to point B, to go to work, to go visit your loved ones, socially distanced, well, that is taking a motorbike. And if you want to learn more about bikes, if you want to learn more about what best bike suits your lifestyle. Well, you can check out motodeal.com.ph We got every single brand there, all the different types of models, whatever suits your budget and your lifestyle. Check out motodeal.com.ph Cars are better. Nope, bikes are. We're back on Talking of to the Town talking with
2: our very first guest guest, Ever, that's right, very first guest ever, Mr. Mark Sung. And at the end of the program, I promised our listeners that we are going to find out whether getting that sports car is actually worth it. Mm -hmm. All that, all the pain, the suffering, the saving, the perhaps uh, skimping on Christmas gifts for yourself and family members that you don't really like anyway. Is it all worth it to get that sports car? And he will answer that question a little bit later in the program but uh, in the meantime we're going to get back to uh, talking about Mark where he told us earlier that his first love was actually Land Rover when his family brought in Jaguar Land Rover and like I mentioned at the beginning of the program about uh, a handful of years later they became the exclusive distributor for uh, some of the sexiest cars on the planet which are Ferraris and Maseratis and although I did ask Mark if what was it like to be around all these automobiles meaning the Jaguars and the Land Rovers, uh, growing up, and he said it's frustrating because you know you get back to your daily drive after a while. But now, I guess the question is better asked: What what was it like being around all of these liquid metal machines that go from zero to God knows what in a snap of a finger? These these Italian sports cars.
1: What was it like being around those? So fast forward um, from frustrating. It would I'd change the word. Moving forward to appreciate Appreciate. because suddenly, since you're so deprived growing up,
2: Mm.
1: once you do have it, you still super appreciate it. So I mean, like, I have a drive on Sunday. I'm I'm using a twelve cylinder seven hundred sorry eight hundred twelve horse eight hundred horsepower car. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, Yeah. because it's always been um, we've always kept it on the silver platter and wow, wow, wow we look forward to it okay so some of uh, being deprived a bit makes me up till today appreciate it more okay do you think your dad did it intentionally with that in mind probably the same mm-hmm. analogy with the sleeping in between the two yeah. beds yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's so the press release would be yeah he did that uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but the truth is that he mentioned that, is, yeah, he was just <laughs> <laughs> No, but he had I know, good intentions. He, he, I've actually heard the story of him discouraging a father from buying the kid a sports car because he wasn't ready for it.
2: Mm. Yes, I remember him telling yeah. that story. Yeah, correct. So,
1: yeah. So, I, I guess there is some truth to it. Uh, probably 80% that. 80% that. <laughs> 20% cheap skin. Kidding <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding.
0: But I want to get into your... you. I remember I was, I was uh, doing the Vios Cup. And... You? Oh I forgot to mention That yeah. Mark's done the VS Cup as you, well. you and I have, have known each other For so long But you never once Mentioned to me That you would be interested To join the VS Cup Until like months Before you actually joined Yeah Like it was Like you were First interested in Helping the team uh, The Avengers Just helping them out Yeah Without actually Getting in the race car And then all of a sudden I hear that you started To practice That you started You uh, got Alan As your coach yes. And all of a sudden, little by little, I was like, wow, I think Mark's going to race. <laughs> and true enough, you did. Yeah. So what, what got you into that? I know the story. Yeah. But maybe so, if it's something that you want to share.
1: Yeah, sure. So, so Land Rover, the first year we did 12 cars and I immersed myself in the brand and we grew it. Next year was 90, then 150, 200. We were really doing well. And yeah. then my world came crashing down. We closed the dealership yeah after many years yeah and uh, that was the lowest point of my life I, uh, Gina knows this i was like ready to blow my brains out now literally and um shit are you serious yeah seriously it was that stressful because my mom had a liver transplant my best yeah. friend died i closed my business my god, like i was like oh my god yeah birth. um and i was like wow this is i, I this is it I'm, I'm done with this and my my wife dragged me to a she went to Harvard for 10 days and she, when she was there, she was, I was telling her I wanted to hurt myself. And she like, ah, your life's good. Your life's good. And she rushed home from Harvard after 10 days. Someone probably told her she dragged me to a therapist, psychiatrist, like everything. I, I settled down and I picked, my, picked the pieces up. I was like, oh, what do I have? I have Ferrari. I have Maserati. It's okay. So Jason, my brother, Jason, runs Maserati and Ferrari is like, what's Ferrari about racing? But I don't know how to race. <laughs> <laughs> might as well and w- my love of my life is gone let's learn something new but I'm like 37 years old what the hell do you know about racing and I'm super overweight I was super overweight because I was just out of it depression and um, I called that I bought a Ferrari in your, in the middle of your depression you bought yeah, a Ferrari so I a Ferrari it's
2: <laughs> good to be a depressed <laughs> like Mark it's <laughs> the cheapest yes, Ferrari sorry.
1: I could afford okay so the, I'm saying the Ferrari arrives and I say I'm going to learn on this car <laughs> well, so the prize there
2: he decides to learn on
1: racing I, yes yes car. yes yeah, yeah. So I opened, not many people can do that but I yeah. opened my well, it was really cheap I promise it was really cheap I'll see that's relative, it. it's what's relative.
0: What, exactly Kato, what I was to to you and I mm-hmm. it's not necessary it's like yeah besides you know, something cheap? I could afford okay fine fine so okay, I, fair I look at no. the
1: parts I'm like transmission 16,000 euros <laughs> <laughs> Wah, wah, I can't wah. learn on this. So I call my friend Costco and I say, Costco, uh, Avengers, Toyota, uh, mm. Balintowak, Correct. and all that. Can I buy a Toyota 86? Like, um, he's like, why? I want to learn how to race because I'm Ferrari. <laughs> 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 but <laughs> I want to race in a Toyota. But, that's why you want to race an 86? If you want to learn how to race, Drive that up for my Vios Cup. I was like, no, I can't. Because the first round, Alan yeah. invited me to yeah. race. Yeah. They got my shoes, gloves, and then Toyota was like, uh, no, he's in the car industry. Don't get him. So, oh. yeah, so I, I did not join. And then I told Costco, well, if you talk to, if that's clear, give me 10 minutes. Call me back. Oh, you're on the team.
2: And it was yeah,
1: done. That's done. And then I got a personal, and then I was like three months before racing. I almost, I, I was going to kill myself on the race track. So, uh, I got a personal coach, Alan Uy. and on uh, the first, in the first, I uh, probably ninth place, and then suddenly in the last, Alan's a really good coach. Uh, my weight penalty is—I'm no, normally fifty kilos heavier, and like per twenty pounds, it's like one second. I, he made me in the last two races. He made me pole position. Wow! <laughs> yeah, from zero
2: to pole position yeah. because of Alan. In my first year, well, let's not take anything out of it. I mean, you probably were a good student as well, listening to
1: everything that he has to say. Because also because. I didn't know much so i was a clean sheet of paper you were a sponge yes i yeah. had attended so many training courses on track but i never really understood anything and then just do la 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 so like before if you were to give me a nice car on the racetrack it's probably like a bluetooth speaker and then after learning how to drive properly it's like i have a full orchestra now when you give me a car because before oh, it was like a show yeah. and tell okay walking, okay but this one i really know because in the first year i did a thousand laps on the second year i did another two thousand laps Another thousand laps. I, I was doing a thousand a year, and just kept on doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it.
2: Wow, <laughs> a thousand laps yeah. a year. Yeah, That's so a I'll, do,
1: I'll go and I'll do fifty to seventy laps a day.
2: Jeez. Yeah,
1: and then I got into a car accident.
0: <laughs> you know what? These stories just keep getting better and better. Man. <laughs> no, Mark's one of the best
1: storytellers ever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, then I, um and then I pick up the pieces with Ferrari, Maserati, and mm-hmm. but we had the whole company was. Our morale was down and I got a consultant. We were revisiting our mission, vision, core values. And a month before that, I got hit in the Cup and had spinal surgery. So I had to choose. Damn. So my, my life-changing meeting to change my whole company was on this day. It's like two weeks before that, the doctor says, you need emergency surgery. We, you're, you're paralyzed, waist down. Jeez. And, uh, yeah, it's like, okay, so, two things, I to go. Wow, when can I race again? Because I have a race in, <laughs> I have a race in 35 days, yeah. <laughs> or 40 days. Was that the Alabang race? Yeah, Alabang race. Yeah, and yeah. then I have a meeting in a week and a half. Can I attend it? You can attend your meeting in a week and a half. Oh, <laughs> and that okay. was our life-changing meeting for the company to, yeah, bring everyone together, change. Yeah. And, that in that process for my depression again, that's why I ended up in life coaching. I yeah. want to give okay. back. So that's that whole process to shortcut it. I ended up a life coach. Blah, okay, blah, blah, blah,
2: blah. yeah. <laughs> we did skip a very important part of your life which that is, Gino was was basically. Uh, we were kind of hoping that you'd discuss with Gino, which is
0: switching to motorcycles. Mm. Oh, that, that, that happened. Like, he was he was a life coach already.
1: Yeah, was oh, coach I'm already.
2: sorry. I got I got the timeline yeah, wrong. Yeah. I I had assumed that it was motorcycles first before before becoming a life coach.
1: No, and then we sold our company. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But I, we're still we're still part owners. But. Uh, for a year, we, there was a professional group running it. Now it's now there are new people. The pandemic hasn't been kind to yeah, everyone. I'm sure, I yeah. just saw the latest uh, results and not good. Uh, everyone's the yeah. whole Philippines is we, we didn't do too bad, <laughs> put it that way compared to yeah. everyone else. So
2: it's kind of odd. I, I would assume that the people with money to purchase such automobiles as the the ones that we discussed, you'd think that they'd be not virus proof but pandemic proof.
1: Yeah, it's more of the entry models. Actually, that they're having a harder time. The, the higher
0: models. end cars. So it's are, the, the are ones who have the the extra cash that the, the old customers before are still there. Yeah. yeah. Assume right. So it's their pandemic. Those guys are pandemic proof. <laughs> pandemic proof. <laughs> <laughs> and then tapos mm-hmm. no, Let's buy some more. <laughs> we don't know what's gonna
1: happen anymore. Bahala na. So I, I raced for I raced for three years. Mm-hmm. Then and then. Sponsored by Costco two years, and the last last year last last year so we missed the whole year. Last last year I bought my own car, did my own thing. Yeah, and that was the Make a Wish. Yes, I ran for yeah. I, I supported Make a Wish Foundation. I ran, made my own team, Make a Wish Foundation. And but since I wasn't, parang, wait, if I'm not going to be racing Ferraris anymore, what do I do? I, I, I literally have ADHD. Yeah, diagnosed ADHD, medicated for whatever it's worth. But uh, I was like. I need to do something to get this energy out. I mean, if, if I'm not doing my thousand laps a year, gotta do something. It's like, Gino, I want to ride a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> I actually remember that day. So he
0: he 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 gives me a call, shoots me a text, gives me a call, and he started asking me all these questions about bikes. And I was like, oh boy, here it comes. <laughs> I could feel it there. <laughs> and then, sure enough, he gets a scooter first.
1: Okay Dirt bike first Oh sorry Dirt bike first Two dirt bikes One long first One one dirt bike Then a scooter Then a second dirt bike
2: I'm seeing a trend here Apparently Mark (laughs) doesn't Just get one thing He gets several things At the same
1: time To show you the obsession This I'll share Because it's kind of done I I took a coaching Genius actually coach By the way Yeah So he's done with level I didn't know that He's done with uh, Up to his higher level Coaching He's not a very good one (laughs) Um, and I found out recently that I was a perfectionist. I was like, yeah, I'm so a lot. I'm gonna be a perfectionist, but with Land Rover, I said I'm gonna collect every model. I ended up with 35 cars. Ah, because mm-hmm. but these aren't expensive cars. Huh? So is, is, is Again, okay, like, relative, but no. I I would buy Very back relative. in the day. Land Rover wasn't Uso. I'd buy a car for thirty five thousand bucks, fifty thousand bucks. I bought like five cars for hundred fifty thousand okay it, it, this is this is junk but i had to complete it so i told myself i'm not doing that with motorcycles <laughs> i'm only buying one motorcycle <laughs> and my friend where i where i keep my motorcycles <laughs> it's not at home <laughs> he's like oh you're getting into motorcycles i'm going to clear this whole area <laughs> because at the end of the year you could have ten i was like and oh, my, you I, have ten yeah it's like no
0: Mm. Yeah, so, so I, I was learning how to ride on dirt, off-road, on trail. Okay. Um, and then Mark was like, oh, I'm going to be there also in, in, the same, in the same class, in the same of of Melacino. I bought a dirt bike and I sent it there because I didn't know how to ride. Yeah. So, Did you send it there because you didn't know how to ride or because you were hiding it from your family? Both. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, just checking. So he was learning how to ride from scratch on dirt. Okay. On, on, on trail. I was learning how to trail. So it was it was Okay. So basically he did he did, he did the course that was basically learn how to ride. So he's never ridden a, a bike before. And then he was telling me when we were there, I'm only gonna ride uh, off road. I'm only gonna ride on trail. I'm never gonna ride in pavement. I'm never gonna ride in, in yeah. on the on the road. Whatever. whatever. Famous last yeah. word. So I was like, okay, good. Good, 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 good. So at least that one, the slow speeds, you know, it's. Menjo. He's sanai with the terrain. It's something that he's quite familiar with, with with his Land Rover days. Oh, yeah,
2: sure. With trees that don't move unless yeah. you decide to cross the road <laughs> and then you smash into them. I'm to take Kapo, actually.
1: You should. Yeah. He's getting he, he ch- out there. But he can't, I reach, can't the reach the ground. can't reach
2: the ground on will, higher I will,
0: motorcycles.
1: I will shave a seat for you. There's the, those, those kitty bikes. Seat. The kiddie bikes. He can you know,
2: Gino, but you the, suck. Continue your story, <laughs> But.
0: <man. laughs> But my biggest reason why I was so relieved that he was said that he was not gonna ride on the road was that if his dad ever asked me, or if his brother ever asked me,
2: <laughs> if Possible
0: he rides de- bikes, deniability, I could say like, well, he does it on the trail, which is relatively mm-hmm. safer compared to being in, in public roads. After that, that 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 session um, in in KRB in the in the dirt, dirt track, yeah. What A couple weeks later He ends up with a BMW GS850 Is that correct? The 850 was 800 Because he Didn't know how to ride it also He didn't know how to ride it (laughs) But he sends me a picture Of him in BMW Libis And I'm like Oh great
2: (laughs) What is he doing there? Great
1: great great He is is going to buy that For sure But you know, coming, uh, I'll just show a big difference, though. No? You walk into a car dealership, and they're like, "Boss, boss, boss, everything." Correct. You walk into a motorcycle dealership, they don't give a shit. But no one gives a shit. They're, they're really? almost pissed off that you're there. What? <laughs> no, no, the, come, the on, grand come on, come on. The luxury, the luxury motorcycles are, are awesome to walk in. But I was in Honda, <laughs> yes. And in Makati, Edsa. Ed said, I was, It's my birthday that day. And I said, I'm buying my first motorcycle. Ah,
2: the Honda near Guadalupe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the,
1: the guy was like, Why are you here? Looking at me. <laughs> looked up in his laptop and he's like, Wah. I was like, It's my birthday. I'm buying this motorbike. How do I get it? Like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And <laughs> he, messa- like, Yo, he messages me, pissed off.
0: Yeah. He's so mad. He's like, Can you believe these people in Honda? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, I'm ready. I was ready to buy a bike. He's like, Kind of relieved that he didn't buy it because <laughs> okay, because I didn't really, I wasn't convinced that he should be riding on the road, okay, right? So I which brought
1: me to BMW, we used one. You know. <laughs> oh. and that's what he sends me the picture. <laughs>
0: Hang on, time out.
2: So you're telling me because you got dissed by a sales agent in Honda yeah. where you were probably gonna spend it, it maybe one eighth of what you did for a BMW? That's sp- specific. You to BMW? I
1: think the bike was 400,000 pesos. I Which one? The, 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 the Honda, the BMW, no, 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 the, the Honda. The Honda was like five four hundred, maybe the Close. five CB five hundred X, something like that. Okay, yeah, somewhere. Yeah, there. but it was my fifth trip already there. So my point lang to myself was, wow, if this is how they treat you while you're buying something, yeah, what After more sales. when you need something, yeah, <laughs> you know, you know what,
0: what what it was like. So it's like wow. That's After his trip to Honda, then he went to BMW. What it was like. I'm sure that he wanted to go back to Honda with that BMW, right? And just to tell them. No, nye, 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 nye. So it, w- it would have been like that scene in Pretty Woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, That's right. sh- That shopping scene in Pretty Woman is a like, big mistake, <laughs> huge, big. I have to go now.
2: Speaking <laughs> of have to go now, we're gonna take a short, short break. Here we go again with the short, short. Short now, Sorry, short, short, short. I'm going to say quick break, is that better? <laughs>
1: you well I can think of a few things if you're quick
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I, I can't, heard I, you're quick <laughs> it's, it's very difficult to have a decent conversation with these two but we're gonna attempt to when we come back after these short messages again with the short <laughs> yeah. Talking of the Town is brought to you by Podcast Network Asia we'll be right back before we continue on with this episode, I'd like to remind everybody to check out autodeal.com.ph. We're not just all about reviews, but we also do car sales. Believe it or not, whether it's brand new or secondhand, we have them on our website. And the beauty about it is, is that when you go to autodeal.com.ph, we connect you to the dealer that is closest to you, whether you live in Luzon, Visayas, or Mindanao. Plus, you will always get the best deal with Autodeal. So do come check it out.
0: All right. Welcome back to Talk to the Town with Gina Rafino Kakatorana, <laughs> and our very, very first guest, the yeah, bon. l- lovely Mark song.
1: I was just compared to Julia Roberts. Yeah, so.
0: that's why I went <laughs> with the lovely because we were the last uh, thing we said was Pretty Woman. Um, <laughs> I
2: can't even. I can't. You know, I can't. as as because I can just totally <laughs> imagine Mark walking down Rodeo Drive with,
1: with the shopping bags, with
2: shopping bags, going up to everyone, going
1: big but, mistake. But clients, yeah. big, big clients, mistake. Clients of the. I I, I could write a book about experiences with clients. So I had one client who, he was trying to buy a car and he, yeah, he, they wouldn't mind him and he bought two or three cars and Went back to the showroom and I won't say the brands, now. yeah And they flaunted all the three cars parked in front. And so it does happen. Once sure, in a really? of it, I, I get some clients who walk in like, I want to buy a car right now. It's like, why? They wouldn't let me in the showroom. <laughs> not the place. It's wow. like, sure. it
0: yeah. happens, right? Yeah. Wow, like, big
1: mistake. Big,
0: huge. Yeah. See, so
2: I thought that only really happened in movies. Yeah, apparently, the, the it guy who happen.
1: flaunted the cars is the same guy. He had a four-year-old son at the time, and he would jump. He was. He, he likes to look at cars. He dirtied the rear seat of a Volkswagen beetle at the time, mm. and he got Jai and he bought it. Wow, <laughs> wow, wow
0: <laughs> really,
2: so I'd like to borrow this guy yeah. for a few uh, purchases <laughs> yeah. myself
0: yeah um yeah, but Marcus as you've known throughout this this episode, you've probably figured out that when he gets into something he really he gets really into gets into something he
2: dives in head first. Yeah. Uh, I, wallet I s- in hand yeah, kind of a thing
0: so and the reason why I say that is because what he did with the land like his his, his what he did with the Land Rover yeah. and, and then Rainforest Challenge mm-hmm. and then the racing he kind of did with the motorbikes because there is a guy within the first couple of months of riding a motorcycle I remember I used to pace him I used to like, we'd, we'd ride on like S-Lex or N-Lex and I'd, I'd Travel pretty slow at about what, eighty kilometers, sixty kilometers per hour, just so that he's comfortable. Okay. Right? So So he'd tail you. Yeah, tail me. And then there's another friend of ours who's in the back and then that's just basically
1: the we travel. Yeah. Yeah. John John and Gina really took care of me. If if you're t- about to start to ride with anything, no number one, get the proper education and have good friends. They really held my hand. No, I enjoyed Aww.
0: it. <laughs> I enjoyed Aww. him holding
1: my hand. Is that hand. the only thing they yeah. held? Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, so having, having said that, he now trails in some of the hardest trails in the Philippines. That Can you do it? No, I can't. And I refuse to go with him. When he says, no, easy trail, light trail, whatever. I'm like, no way, dude. I am not going to go with you because the last time I went with you on, on a light trail, which is admittedly an easy trail. Yeah. Was a little bit difficult already, and and that was dry. So when it's wet, I could imagine how much more difficult it is. Correct, yeah. And the harder trails, because that like, if if what I did was level one, and it was not that easy, it was okay lang. It, it was something that's all right. I can get through this without falling, and I'm good. Okay, but. I know anything more than that and I've seen the photos and I've seen videos It's like, wow, I don't know if I can get that, I can get through that.
2: And yet he does. He does. Mark does. Yeah,
0: so that's, that just gives you an idea of his of his obsessive personality. This is all within a span of a year <laughs> too. No one year.
1: Seguro in a span of like six months he was doing those trails. Were looking, you like- Looking back actually, I shouldn't have, I wouldn't recommend it to other people to buy the biggest bike and just learn on it. Yeah. That's, that's what I... Yeah,
2: think? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So I do it again, but I wouldn't recommend it to others. Yeah. So a lot of the bikes he owns are
0: for trail and for dirt. Correct. And it's, you know, that that style. It's very Land Rover ish, right? But he also has a GS1250, the granddaddy of all The
2: granddaddy
0: motorcycles, of motorcycles, yeah. right? Um,
2: it's, it's, if I'm not mistaken, that's the same motorcycle that Ewan McGregor took yeah. to trail yeah, the yeah. world, right?
0: Yeah. Go around the world. Yeah. And that bike. I have to say that he's he did it the right way because before when he was starting out with the smaller GS and the scooters, uh, it was just me and another friend, and John Morniel, taking him going around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When he got the GS, it's like, I don't know how to ride. I, I've never ridden a GS-250. He basically rides now uh, with Toto, who is the, low, the one instructor, BMW seven of instructor. Seven of them, but he's the... Okay, he's the top. Yeah. He's the top ins- uh, BMW motorcycle riding instructor in the Philippines. Okay.
1: I want to make Bawi n'gote to Honda. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what they have, though, is the most... So I went to Melakino to learn. I bought a bike, brought it there, and they're like, okay, so this is the brake, this is the clutch. Ah, that's a clutch. That's... <laughs> oh, my... No. Yeah. swear to God. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. swear to God. Um, actually, my right lever was on. I thought it was aftermarket. <laughs> That's how bad it was until Gaki points it out. Your lever's broken. Ah, I thought it was aftermarket. is this, this <laughs> like after a month now. It's like after a month. I it was an aftermarket option. I was like, come on. I want to use Dirt Bike. But so after that, the week after, I went to Honda riding school. Uh, and I learned that they, That's the most ama- The nicest people The yeah. most amazing experience Everyone should do The Honda Riding School There's super nice people there
2: Honda Riding School On the By S-Lex. the South Athletics. Everyone S-Lex. Yeah.
1: Everyone should take it Everyone should
0: take it. If you're course. gonna ride a motorcycle I suggest you take that course Yes Even if you know how already
2: Yes
1: Okay I will <laughs> Yeah I'll take you I should, I no, should. I'll, you should. I'll take you to Melakino I'll I'll find a shaved seat for you. I, I've been <laughs> inviting him. I been inviting him not to make a victim or anything, but you know
2: at first, I was like game, and then I hear the stories today of what it is that you've been able to accomplish and what you've surpassed, and yeah. I'm thinking you might not be such a good idea to take on Mark <laughs> in the first go. Maybe I take what Gino said, take those tiny little 49cc dirt bikes and go around I don't know small little chocolate hills and mounds, in
1: the Th- that's where that's that's it. That's it, that's the training ground. That's yeah. where. Oh, you're that's very, really that's is. Melokina School. Okay. Actually, the
0: Melakina School is um, one of the best you can take. Uh, in in the country, in terms of learning how to ride dirt, okay. or even learning how to ride period. If you can't go to the Honda safety riding school because of the schedule, okay. Uh, I know they're are
1: full. They're full. They're closed now. Yeah, but they're full. While so, I do yeah, understand be, that,
2: that these yeah. things are very, very important, you guys also have to realize that there is one person that I need to answer to an ask permission from. Yeah. Although it is easier to ask for forgiveness than it is for permission when True. it comes to these things, I will get back to you as soon as I can.
1: I'll never invite you to ride on the highway. It is admittedly very dangerous in the Philippines yeah. to ride yeah. a motorcycle. Yeah. But I, in, I uh, invite everyone to the ride off-road, ride dirt. Anyone, because he won't die. You <laughs> can get hurt. Yeah. You, you, you can lose a leg. <laughs> to no, to no, man, no, no, no. Lose a you line. can break, probably, a break a couple yeah, of bones. I, I read the statistics before getting into it. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. So, when he bought the. Actually, it was the GS800 uh, 8, Palang, the smaller GS. Okay. This genius hid it behind a Ferrari in the <laughs> shop. Maserati Lizonte. Sorry. 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 He, <laughs> <na man. laughs> and then his brother calls me up. And asks, is that Mark's motorcycle in the garage? Dude, and, I would love to know what you said. Come yeah. on. So,
1: first of all, I was like, Jace, I'm not there. I don't know. <laughs> 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 I was like, it's, it was in the office because I didn't know how to ride it. Yeah.
2: So why the hell did you buy it?
1: <laughs> to learn. <laughs> <laughs> he bought a Ferrari to learn how to race, race. and a GS. But, but 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 I ended up in a Vios. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then he buys he buys a BMW GS to learn how to ride. But uh, and it's funny because every time we ride now, let's say on S lex or N he will always say, "Hey, on our comms device, uh, yeah, it's like I'm actually enjoying riding on the um, on the road." like, Mark, you say this every single time.
1: <laughs> it's scary. Eh? It's scary. The people are crazy. Yeah. People yeah. drive crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really, I would not invite you to ride with me on cement. You, if you decide to ride on cement, that's your own decision. <laughs> it's yeah. your decision. Dirt, I'll take care of you 100%. Bring you home in one piece. Because I will have the best people with us. But, but on, the on the highway… highway Decide on your own if you want to take that step. It's very dangerous. That's scary for you, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's scary. And actually, for a guy who had spine surgery, yeah, yeah. Know, Even the VOS, the guy, the guy told me, You can only start driving in six months. I tried to join my race in 30 days. Yeah. Bad idea. I went, but I was there with a f- fake medical certificate <laughs> from an ophthalmologist. And, and my doctor an called me. I think from my, do- a spine. my spine surgeon said, I think I know what you're trying to do. <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> just wait, Nala. Na. <laughs> so I, but I, I was able to go to Fuji. Okay. And I. What you do in Fuji uh, with Angie? Well, oh, two weeks before that, parang like f- sixty days after I was off roading na, parin back brace driving slow. General na car, unexplored place. Okay. Wild off roading. Anyway, and then uh, I went to. Fuji, invited by Mazda for the yeah. MX-5. That's ah, one okay. of the best sports cars ever in the world. Yeah, most amazing. Them. And I had the privilege of driving the MX-5 Cup car mm. in Fuji. I, I had to crawl into the car because I had spine surgery. I couldn't get in the car. I crawling the in and, then back, and then I drove Fuji. Maybe that's how obsessed I was. No? And then yeah. I was able to race. Uh, doctor told me I could drive in six months. He gave me clearance to race in four months. Because, but I worked on it,
2: dude. You are one crazy I, yeah, dude. I, I yeah. worked
1: on it, so that my dog. But he doesn't know I'm off road riding yet. <laughs> <laughs> How yeah. many? You know what? There are so many secrets that you're
0: in right now. There's a lot. There's a lot. And but you know he's. But the with Mark right, so he got super obsessed with the Land Rover and off-roading. He got super obsessed with racing on the circuit, super obsessed with, with motorbikes. Yeah. And then he's taken all of that, all of those, when he gets into something, he really gets into something, right? And he's taken all of that into what he does very well now in,
1: in, in coaching. Correct. Know? Thanks. And it's... What? And Gino, again, uh, I've invited Gino, and over lockdown, we, Gino became a coach. Yeah.
0: Excellent. Yeah. I've actually managed to coach a couple of people. And um, I've had positive feedback from it. From from from. That.
2: I've I don't know. I honestly I didn't know that that Gina that you were a coach. But for Mark, I saw recently on a post that you made that in the past year that you you did over four hundred and fifty coaches yeah. to people. You yeah. speak to them individually and you, um, you help yeah. them. What is it exactly that you do you help them figure shit out? Is um, that was that what well, it is?
1: I've worked. Uh, even with kids Up to 11 years old I've worked with kids Okay so And what is I, with, Even with um, Without breaking any privacy Traumatic experiences uh, For executives Who need to Find out why They're doing what they're doing Or how to um, Yeah the auto deal guys Would know <laughs> I've met them A couple of times Showed them what I What, what I do um,
2: Is it basically it, To overcome
1: hurdles if Is that goal, If you have a goal If you have a goal Um, I help you get to it. And we clear out issues along the way. Sometimes we dig up that, oh, I had a traumatic experience when I was a six-year-old child. And then you find that out and then you work from there, clear things out, and move forward.
2: just, Just to ask, do you think that your experiences with, let's say, for example, um, learning how to ride a motorcycle on a GS or wanting to race a car in a Ferrari which is completely the wrong way to go these are the kind of experiences <laughs> that bring you to be able to becoming a good life coach because you're telling them don't be me."
1: yeah I, I don't know how to what's the question again <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know how to answer how about you show
0: kako just a quick uh, session, a, a quick, a quick. Adult. Yeah, we should.
1: We should, but we don't have time on air. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. We're gonna no. So my, so I took my masters in coaching abroad, okay. um, in Mauritius. So I was inspired by people. It's like, what do you do? I want to be a, I want to be like you. So we're professional coaches. So okay. I, so I did low level, high level. Didn't understand anything. Then I went level one, level two, Then I went to Mauritius. And um, when I was in Mauritius, I said on well, my first year, I'm going to coach 1,000 people to make a difference in the world. Oh, crap. Like, yeah, right, but I do it. And right before I became, so I did, uh, well, now I've done 450, that's individual and group 30 people, but I've spoken to crowds, uh, another like 600 people in uh, mass. And then right before I hit the deadline, uh, I went on air with James Deacon. Okay. And uh, it was right before my deadline for 1,000, and I did an online coaching session. And everyone joined in. People were sending me messages. I was supposed to show up on James's show for ten minutes. Okay. we ended up taking the whole hour. He uh, cried, and he was crying. <laughs> he was crying. <laughs> he he was crying. I didn't see that. And one. People were crying on air. And then when someone sent me the views, this is like thirty thousand people. So right before my deadline, I had reached thirty thousand people plus my. It's like okay, I hit my goal. Excellent. Yeah, so it's a, awesome. Yeah. Okay, so. so I actually I've used coaching to even help. Um, just to go to bring us back to motoring, no, um, uh, an automotive group I worked with ninety of their salespeople, uh, and the months after that they all hit their targets, and everyone was very happy. So I work with people thirty at a time because the automotive industry is one of the most stressful, yeah. especially sales. It's mm. one of the most stressful environments you can ever. I told you I, I wanted to blow my brain out a certain Correct, point. Correct. Yeah. Was personal, was business, everything. So it's if there's any. Uh, any uh, motoring people, salesmen out there, I salute them because it's one of the most difficult things to do. The automotive industry is very, very difficult. I mean, imagine a cell phone. By the time, sometimes you get your phone, it's already outdated. Yeah. Yeah. Now, make that a million bucks, that phone. Yeah. So sometimes you have the product and there's already something yeah. coming out. So that, that shirt, yeah. that, that, that machine, can drive people crazy. So maybe that's why the people in Honda treated you badly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the motorcycle parts—they're—they're um, they're beating away people yeah. from entering. It's like so much. Yeah. So they—they they have the Especially arrogance the of the arrogance of the volume. Yeah. Which kudos to the like BMW. It's like they really treat people. I mean, it, the luxury. Yeah. Walking into a luxury brand like that, you really feel like, "Oh wow, I want to be part of this." Yeah. And
2: regardless whether it's a luxury or not, I mean, it's it's a, it's a known fact that in the country that the sales of BMW motorcycles outsell way the way surpass
1: yeah. the automobiles yeah. by yeah. what one to five or something something like something like, like that. One, like that. Six, it's, one, it's a it's yeah. a significant number. Yeah, huge. I, I only had my bike for like three months, and I maybe did a thousand kilometers on my first bike, or maybe maybe two thousand kilometers. I made the mistake of. Asking Spencer you Because I, I bought my bike On my birthday I said yeah. Next year 2021 I'll buy another bike So I'll start planning now What do I want? I <laughs> make the mistake I call Spencer Spencer There's no demo unit Of the model I want Yeah. So I want to go to the showroom Can you just let me sit on it And <laughs> drive around the parking lot Spencer's like I'm pulling out the demo unit Right now Oh crap, crap. And I got, so <laughs> jacked, <laughs> I, I got so jahy I got so That Sunday I was like I'm not buying this I am not It's pandemic I don't have money Blah 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 I'm not buying this bike Sunday It's so easy To sell motorcycles Sunday I messaged a friend I sold the bike I used to him To that guy Oh okay So I was like so no, the bullet That's <laughs> no, the bullet And then I couldn't sleep nah. well, uh, nah. I ended up getting a bike And <laughs> Gino's like we, we saying so I know what you're doing It's like No <laughs> I'm not Next year Next year Next year and <laughs> Yeah so no, Here's the here's
0: my thought process I'm gonna give you A, a quick story it was Mark already bought The 850 GS And he had only been riding For what Four months I mean, yeah, Not even Unless like, yeah. like, Two months Yeah two months Three months So uh, I was thinking, right, spend a year with that, right? Learn on that and then you can proceed to the 1250. When he sent me a, the picture of him on the 1250, I was like, "Pucha, <laughs> he's going to go for this for sure.
2: And sure enough.
0: Uh, sure enough, yeah. he did. And then his excuse was that he was able to sell the, eight, the, eight, the 800. And I was planning to keep both. That was a lie. <laughs> that was a lie that came after. So I'm kind of like the angel in his shoulder telling him, "Hoy, Relax. <laughs>
2: but apparently but Mark it, has no chill. Yeah, yeah he has but no chill.
1: Yeah, um it's it's worth it. was worth every cent. It is worth every cent. I'm
2: um, glad. But
0: though. but he is correct that it is easy to sell motorcycles, second-hand motorcycles in the Philippines and I'm the, sure. the value is still holds. I'm so sure. And especially if you're selling a BMW GS 800, 850 or uh those types of bikes. It's relatively easy to get rid of if you, if you need the if money. You need
2: the, yeah. Th-
1: this is what I like about motorcycles versus cars. Yeah. Why? What do I like about it? In your lifetime, you will, I say you will, be able to dream, own your dream motorcycle
0: within but, your lifetime.
1: Because I, w- with my salary and everything in the automotive industry, I went through the exercise for, hmm, what if I wanted to buy a Ferrari? I computed not gonna <laughs> happen. Even yeah, if I don't eat for twenty years, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's still not gonna salary. It's like just to show, that, but but a motorcycle. motorcycle. Mm, I like just have to sell a few toys, uh, some things that I'm not using, and then made it happen. So it's more than possible. It's more than possible. So it's so for people owning a scooter, their dream bike is maybe a three hundred thousand peso. Correct. All they want to do is. I, I met some people over last. Some of my friends in the mountains. They opened up some of their dreams. Like my dream is, I just want to be able to enter the highway and feel what it feels like. So I, I, I guess I've taken it that part for, for granted. That there's mm-hmm. so many people whose dream is just to make. About on the highway, cc. yeah. So it years. brought me down to reality. while I mean, I'm still quite lucky mm-hmm. that I'm able to get what I want. But there's a whole community of people just waiting for the moment that they have enough to buy a 400cc bike. Yeah, and. Imagine what the dream like I mean, that's that's some common. things that I some dream people think. They send me Iceland. It's motorbike in Iceland game. <laughs> and that's but the, the, and then some people it's just to reach the highway in and Lex Essex. Why so it really melted my heart and I yeah. like oh wow. Why I want to buy another bike so for friends to ride with me. <laughs>
2: Okay, so yeah. we've, we've taken up the the better part of this show just uh, talking to Mark, which has, has been an absolute pleasure. And the reason why we wanted to talk to Mark is just to, to, to show everyone exactly the kind of caliber that Mark is. That he knows really everything about cars and motorcycles. He's probably uh, the best of Gino and I put together all in one. And he's the one guy that we wanted
0: to ask... We'd it, probably be half of Mark if you put both of us together. half The man I am. You're half the
1: man I am. <laughs> <laughs>
2: man I am. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, so again, the, uh, the beginning of the program, I wanted to ask you, Mark, and I'm sure we, we can relate it to to Gina's question as well. Uh-huh. Is that let's say let's let's name the brand, okay? Let's say that it's a Ferrari and it's a GS 1250. Mm. Okay, are these Machines really worth it? Are they worth you saving, not eating, going on a diet, forgetting Christmases, saying no to 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 uh, a significant other because you know it's going to be an expense, putting off a wedding? You know, is it all of it? Is all of it worth it? Is it when you get that automobile? Is it worth it? Is it worth it when you get that motorcycle? Now, mind you, the, uh, our listeners are, not all of our listeners are, are capable uh, to be able to purchase these things at a whim's notice as you you may or may not be. I mean, as Gino mentioned, relative is, is, is it, relativity is very different when it comes to you purchasing things, but is it worth it? Is, is, is that dream, is it really a
1: good reach? Okay, so I, I sound like a life coach slash Robbie, attorney Robbie Konsuni in this, but it all boils down for me, number one, is purpose. Why are you buying it? Because it looks damn so, so good and it looks go fast. A lot of people think sometimes that I've seen it, I'll be happy once I get this. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then you get it, then you're not happy. I mean, I was reading an article and I, he, he put it so well the other day that the, my project car will never bring me happiness it may bring an occasional smile to my face but yeah so there are people who are learning how like me i want to learn a new skill and this is my purpose uh there are people who end up buying a bike like uh, the biggest baddest sports bike mm. yeah yeah own it for a month scare the shit out of themselves and so what's your purpose muna so i was very specific i want to drive uh off-road and learn how to explore the country of the beaten track that's my purpose and this is the right tool and traffic it gets me through traffic Because yeah. I was not in it with my ADHD and and traffic no but what is what is the purpose no and um, for other people the purpose is to show up fine okay that's your purpose so deba. it really depends what the purpose of buying make sure Muna what the purpose is why are you buying it yeah and uh, there are people who say it because it I want to flaunt my wealth. Fine, but just make sure you know, you're doing it for the right reason. If you're gonna say that I'm gonna be happy one day once I have a this sports car, it's not. I discourage that. No, no. Dig in deeper. Why are you buying this? Because mm. a lot of people are reaching a certain age also buying. They're like, I wanna, I have to have. The, the the most typical thing is I want to have a. Ferrari before I'm fifty, yeah, like that. Mm-hmm. But I, I would dig deeper, you know. So do you? What's it for? What? What would you use it for? So there are people who just want the garage to look at a trophy, yeah. And once you've cleared all of that and you really know why you're buying it, it's worth every cent both ways. Okay, it's worth every cent both. So long ways. as you know what the purpose yeah, is. Yeah, what's the purpose, right? Because I'm very... Uh, my obsession, like, if I have a watch, it has to match something I do in life. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's really, you know? It's it, it, so, true. So the car, um, I just want to point out, just because of this awesome article I, I read now, it's, don't think it's going to make you happy. Don't think the car's going to make you happy. And uh, I've seen it over and over again. And th- there's this... Um, there's this over the years, that's what I've seen. Mm. People keep on buying this because I'm going to be happy after this. I'm going to be happy after this. After this, oh, after that, one. and they still find themselves empty after that. Yeah. No. And but I'd like to point out with sports cars, so a lot of people are dreaming big, 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 big. Oh, a big factor also is what can you afford? Yes. So people are. Um, I got some Ferrari owners in MX-5s, and they're so happy. They can't believe mm. the purity of the car, a manual, uh, how many liter engine? Uh, two liter. Two liter engine, 180 horsepower. They're shocked from their 40 million peso car to the amount of, quote-unquote, happiness. Mm. <clears throat> a 1.8 million peso car, they're blown away. Yeah. So, which, again, brings me to purpose. You can find your purpose in something not that expensive. True. You can find that I encourage the people Who are starting out To find the car Number one That you can afford So 200, 300,000 um, I fell in love with the MX-5 Driving a 20-year-old car In the US It was 90 horsepower Or 100 horsepower mm-hmm. And right? If your purpose is The enjoyment of driving You don't need 20 million bucks Correct You don't need 30 million bucks Correct You can find happy, Again Happiness that The happiness of driving Correct In something much cheaper. And the same is with motorbikes. Mm -hmm. So if you're clear with your purpose, you're the her I've never thought of this. This It's the first time I'm thinking of all of this now. Mm. Once you're clear of your purpose, you don't fixate on the biggest, baddest thing, no? You can find something that will be I always tell Gino, "This is the best nine th- It's my first bike was ninety thousand pesos, yeah. thirty million Ferrari. This is this ninety thousand peso yeah. third bike gives me more happiness." Yeah, my yeah. dad will shoot me for that. <laughs> but no, of course, I'm looking forward to my drive with a eight hundred horsepower Ferrari on Sunday. Correct, correct. But yeah, once you're clear with your purpose, yeah, the options are there's so much, yeah. so much more opens up. I hope it made sense. Yeah, no, it, it did. It did. Yeah, Absolutely. 100% yeah. made sense. No, I've never thought of that. Sorry. No. no they, I, that's, I, that's one way. That's
2: one great way of actually looking at it. I think uh, Gino and I share the same sentiments that when, uh, when you're buying, not the top end, tier car or motorcycle but Gino um, points out that if you're going to buy a motorcycle if you're starting out the first thing that you need to do is invest in yourself meaning classes yes in the same way with a car the first thing that you should do is also learn how to properly drive go to take the proper lessons and whatnot and don't just jump in there and and recently it was brought to our attention that not just because you know how to drive a motorcycle doesn't mean that that you know how to drive a car and vice versa because if you know how to drive a car doesn't mean that you know how to drive a motorcycle so I think um, although sometimes it may seem like that Gino and I don't necessarily answer the questions that are posed to us that what is the best car for for, for what is the best car what is the best motorcycle or like what we just asked you is getting that top end car really uh, worth it you have to essentially look at the factors behind it to be able
1: to answer that question in itself and I always answer people when they ask me what's the best car for you I always answer them it's the car I can't afford I want to yeah. race the Ferrari Challenge, but I don't have a million dollars a year. Yeah, So what do I race? I find my pleasure in the VS Cup. It's true. Yeah. It's just being practical. True. Yeah. And it's it
2: just be, just because you're being practical, whether it's in a motorcycle or in a car, doesn't mean that you can't find enjoyment in it after all.
0: Yeah. yeah. Wow. I, did, did I make sense? You actually made sense for the first time I've <laughs> ever heard first you talk. This wow. First time. <laughs> yeah.
2: There's a first time for everything, so isn't so there? This
0: is like a, a very, very... Uh, quick snippet of uh, Coach Mark Song.
2: <laughs> Just before we go, Mark, is there any is there anywhere that people can get in touch
1: with yeah, you for you for know over the pandemic, people have been reaching out to me, complete strangers, online. So it's at Mark Song at M A R C S O N G, and I've done online coaching sessions with complete strangers for free, and I assign them good tasks na after because huh. it's not cheap. Our our rate is uh, a global rate that. We're part of a small group of people. Correct. It's 7-5 a session. Wow, it yeah. is not. So I, I have an, a charity aspect where I ask people to donate to their choice of charity or uh, my choice, which is… Um, so hence why you say the task. Yeah, or make a wish. Or if they really, really can't afford it, I just say be kind to someone. Or sometimes even they get shocked with my, my challenges. Be kind to yourself tomorrow. Do something nice for yourself because we… I find people depriving. Them. They're nice to everyone else, but they're so harsh on themselves. Like, do something good for you. So mm-hmm. sometimes it's a mix of that. But I want to invite. I want to uh, challenge uh, if Frankie and Danny are here, listening. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, we'll, will we'll, yeah, we'll we'll take if well, their bonus if they come. But I want to take you. Uh, we should do a show auto deal, motor deal, crossover. Yes. Teach you how to dirt bike. Mm. Dirt bike. Yes. You I'll find a bike that well, I'll take care of you. Don't worry. Um, Actually, uh, your son can can relearn with you. The same yeah, day. that's true. Yeah.
2: Uh, just, I'm, I'm, I will say yes. Eventually, we'll figure <laughs> it out. But the, uh, my first question for that, for the, for that, um, I'm sorry, we're extending a little bit. But, but my first question would be: Do should you learn how to off road in an automobile first before you off road in a uh, again, motorcycle? Yeah. If
1: you're never gonna go off road, that's why sometimes I find it funny that everyone's looking for a four by four, but. The four by four, the it's never engaged yeah. most of the lifetime. Guilty, yeah. <laughs> yeah. guilty, That's right you. here, right here. Yeah, guilty. So it, it, purple go, it boils down to purpose again. Yeah,
2: Mark, thank you very cool. much for joining yeah. us. Thank you for being our very first guest. Thank you for
0: being an I mean, awesome no. guest. Do you know any? Yeah, no, I you know super appreciate you saying yes. Uh, I yeah. kind of. Uh <laughs> super colet <laughs> making oh, no. you, uh, uh, making a joint but um yeah, I mean, I knew you would be a great guest because, again, cars, bikes that, that is you. But also, his cuentos are awesome. All the, the man. stories that you shared, and even the advice that you give. I knew that you—I knew that you would give better advice than Kagoh and I put together. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's sad, but true. And I also want to say that I super appreciate everything because uh, may not people may not notice, but I work for MotoDeal partly, mostly, I would say, because of Mark. Why do you guys think I'm in this chair? <laughs> Right. Yep. So there's there's a reason why Mark Sung is here, and, it, and it's something that he he always says to me uh, when, during our coaching um, gatherings. Is that you are where you where you're supposed to be. Yeah. And uh, I think Mark he kind of epitomizes that. He is where he's supposed to be, and it's because it's that's where you are. So thank you very much for saying yes. Thank you very much yeah. for for uh, everything that you've done. I, I know I still have utang to you but everything that, that, that you've done <laughs> that's a different story <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's complete bad influence <laughs> okay. after the show yeah
0: <laughs> but yeah so thank you very much everybody for listening uh, my name is Gene Orfino. that is Kakoterona. we are Torque of the Town and then we are uploaded every Wednesday 10am
2: this has been Torque of the Town a podcast produced by AutoDeal and MotoDeal. To learn more about our products and services, head on over to autodeal.com.ph and or motodeal.com.ph as well as our social media pages and our YouTube channels. Torque of the Town is powered by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. See you Wednesdays at 10 a.m.